creativity for a lot of people is a form of meditation. When you're getting lost in, you know, being creative in that flow, you can reduce your stress, reduce anxiety. You know, that's that's still a beneficial trip for you to take. And You know, if you're not into, you know, exercise or yoga, there's something there for everyone. And we want to have as many experiences there as possible. So people are like, ah, oh, I never knew I could do that. We want to inspire them a little bit as well when they come onto the platform. Hello and welcome back to the Kelly Limber podcast. I'm your host, business mentor, personal brand and style strategist on a personal mission to inspire a minimum of five people a day to take action, do something different and just show up as the best person they aspire to be. Keep all your messages coming, whether that's through Instagram, Kelly Lundberg Official, brand new creators, or you want to tag in one of the guests and you've loved their episode, including this one, let us know what has had an impact on you. And thank you in advance for being one of my five a day. Today's episode, we speak to Neve. Now, Neve is the managing director of We Love Transformational Travel, the world's first booking platform designed for people looking for something new and more satisfying from their travels. And we hear in this episode about how Neve got started in it, how she went on a holiday that absolutely transformed her and her husband in terms of the things that they did afterwards. And what she does now is transformational travel offers a wide range of carefully selected transformational trips that gives visitors multiple opportunities to improve their lives. So whether that's becoming healthier, managing stress and anxiety, calming the mind, finding their purpose, boosting confidence, upskilling, healing childhood traumas and locking self-limiting beliefs, this is the booking platform for the next chapter of travel. Neve herself has worked in many roles before within the travel industry. So she's been the director of marketing for the Jumeirah Group. She's worked for the director of marketing for the Burj Al Arab, as well as directorial positions at global hospitality brands, including the Anantara Resorts and Spas and the Intercontinental Hotel and Resorts. I'm sure you're going to be super inspired in this episode and have a little look at what transformational holiday you can book after this. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the show, Neve. It's great to have you here. I always love speaking to people that have been in Dubai for nearly as long as I have. <laughs> oh, hi, Kelly. It's wonderful to be here. Thank you for having me. We had a chat just a couple of weeks ago. One of the things we were talking about is how come we've never met? I know. You've been here in the Middle East for what, 18 years or something? 14 17? years. Actually, this is my anniversary next week. Uh, so it's 14 years yeah, on the button. And and in all this time, we've never come across each other, which people might think, oh, that's a really strange thing that I haven't spent much time in the Middle East or especially in Dubai. Yeah. But 14 years ago, it was super small. And as expats, pretty much everyone knew of everyone or a friend of a friend yeah. who knew that person. Exactly. Exactly. It's very strange. But we, we met now, which is the most important thing. Absolutely. So why don't you give everyone a little bit of a backstory as to why you're here in the show today? Okay. Um, and then I can get into the list of questions that I have because I so enjoyed our pre-podcast chat that we had. Yeah. And I was like, right, I want to ask this. I want to ask this. So maybe just share a little bit about your journey as to what's got you here and, and what it is that you're doing. Sure. So uh, my name is Neve Kyohan. Uh, I am the co-founder and managing director of Wheel of Transformational Travel, which is a booking platform for all kinds of life-changing trips, which I'm sure we'll, we'll touch on later. 
like I said, I'm here 14 years in the UAE. Um, I've worked in marketing and PR for big hotel chains. I've worked for IHG in Abu Dhabi, Munyas Island, where I did the opening of their hotels for the first F1 in Abu Dhabi in 2009, which was a long time ago, but pretty amazing experience. And yeah, after that, yeah, I moved to Anantara, where I opened their Pan property, which I know is, is particularly close to your heart, Kelly. So that was, was my old home. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and that was a wonderful experience. Such a beautiful property um, to open here in Dubai. And then I moved on to Jumeirah and I was with Burj Al Arab for a few years, the beautiful Burj Al Arab, um, which was such an amazing, wonderful experience because I have so many memories of when Burj Al Arab opened before I even knew what Dubai was. So that was a pretty special career moment driving up there. And I had seen it. I don't know if you remember years ago when we all kind of got our emails and hotmails, everyone used to forward slideshows. PowerPoint slideshows of jokes and stuff. It was like, you know, WhatsApp. And we got um, a slideshow, PowerPoint slideshow of Burj Al Arab and the rooms. And I was sitting in my first job as a marketing exec in a pharmaceutical company in, in Dublin, in Tala. And I was like, oh my God, that place looks spectacular. So yeah, driving up there every morning, I was like, I can't believe, you know, I work here. So how many years would it have been from when you kind of saw that property Oh I suppose it was 2001 when it opened that 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 power that slideshow was doing the rounds. So 2001, yeah. then I joined there 2015. So 14 years, yeah. Oh, that's a lovely story. Just yeah. to kind of have come to to fruition. Yeah, it was lovely, and yeah, I, I have such great memories of working at, at Burj Al Arab. It's such a special building and so iconic for Dubai. And then I was with Jumeirah still, and I headed up their marketing for their uh, F&B, their restaurants, their gyms, their spas, their lifestyle brands as well. So that was before we of Transformational Travel. So probably around 2017, I think it was, myself and my husband, Trevor, we love traveling. And we had decided to holiday a little bit different. You know, we're quite lucky here in this part of the world. We traveled extensively. We've seen so many different places. But this time we're like, okay, let's do something different. And we booked a fitness boot camp that was in Spain for a week. So that was the body camp. And so a week of working out. So every kind of exercise you can think of, along with some kind of meditation, mindfulness thrown in there, mind mapping, and being out in nature, being in the sun, meeting people that, you know, we would never have met before. So you, you kind of form a bond with people when you're, you know, kind of living with them for a week. Eating completely clean, so plant-based diet and no sugar, no dairy, no alcohol for a week. And my goodness. No, no sundowners. No sundowners. <laughs> do you know, kombucha was the sundowner. That was the treat. That's where I discovered oh, wow. kombucha. Yeah. So, yeah, we had an amazing week. And the biggest thing was when we were leaving or when we were on our way home, we didn't have that feeling that, you know, we've had in the past for holidays. Like, oh, I have to go back to work, you know, dreading it, a bit of the fear in there, or, you know, oh, we could do it a holiday after that holiday. Or, you know, oh, I, I did eat a lot of pasta. I'm a little bit, you know, bloated after that. It was, the difference was gobsmacking, basically. So from the energy that we felt coming back to our lives, you know, we had um, committed to make some changes during the week. And we were looking forward to kind of executing these new little kind of habits into our life. We felt great. Um, 
you know, our skin was glowing. It was amazing. And more importantly, we felt fantastic, full of energy, exactly what you should feel like after taking a breakaway. So we were like, wow, okay. This wow, is, this is nice. Yeah. And even one of the, the kind of sessions there was that you write a letter to yourself and you date it for, I think it was six months time. So you put down everything in your life that in six months time you'll have achieved or, you know, goals, be it personal, you know, health, career. And you address it to yourself and the team there actually posted it to us uh, six months later. So it really gets you thinking um, about where you want to be and how you kind of are accountable for these changes. So that was a really, really nice thing. So you're coming back already with that kind of embedded and that you're going to make these changes and you're excited about it. So, um, yeah, that was really kind of the turning point. And we took, you know, more trips like this, mostly fitness kind of meditation. And then there was at one stage, Trevor, he had some holidays for work kind of last minute. I didn't. He wanted to head off somewhere and do something, you know, something different, something that he could come back and, you know, have learned something new or, you know, and he couldn't, he couldn't find a platform that had everything there that could, you know, gave him um, some inspiration for trips to take or, you know, it wasn't all there under one, one roof, so to say. So um, that's when the seed was planted. And we were like, okay, there's a bit of a gap here. We love traveling. We love, mm-hmm. um, we're both very passionate about, you know, personal development and self-growth. And we wanted to spread the word about how travel can really be a catalyst to help people achieve their goals, to help people find a purpose, you know, help them make an impact on other people's lives and the world around. It's not just a, a personal thing. Um, help people become better business leaders, more successful entrepreneurs, learn a new skill and even overcome any trauma, you know, childhood trauma or whatever, or any kind of, of grief as well. Um, so that's where we are. We have over 100 trips at the moment under nine categories, which we believe is something for everyone in there. And yeah, more, more trips to come on, on a daily basis. We're adding them. I love that. I love that little intro and the the the, the um, letter that you wrote to yourself. Yeah. I think it's such a nice touch. Yeah, I did date with Destiny in um, West Palm Beach with Tony Robbins, oh, and wow. that was something that you made us do as well. Yeah, write this letter to yourself, and I remember thinking that living in the Middle East, I was like, that letter is never going to get to me. Yeah, it took a lot longer than it than it yeah. should normally. Because um, for those that maybe not from the Middle East, we don't have that traditional postal service exactly. here. Exactly. But it was such a nice reminder. Yeah. Um, out of your interest, what happened for you? Were the things ticked off for you? They were. Um, I had known that I wanted to make a change in my career. So that was kind of, I wanted to have the kind of wheels in motion for that. And there was a couple of kind of health things in there as well. Um, diet wise um so yeah they did and I think even if the letter didn't reach me I think it's just the act of writing stuff down it's that kind of classic kind of vision board isn't it you're you're actually taking the time to write it down it goes into your brain um much better than something you know you're kind of thinking oh I want to do that so um yeah either way it was it was hugely beneficial and that's kind of one of the um the differences with transformational travel is that kind of different to experiential travel where you go and do something and you come back pretty much the same person. You had an amazing time or you did something really cool. But with transformational travel is that it has a long-term positive impact on your life. 
So, um, mm. yeah, so really kind of creating, and it could be the smallest thing, you know, like changing your diet two days a week or something, but it's something that has, like I said, small or large uh, positive impact um, on you when you come back home. So I think there's so many things from that that I want to, I want to talk about the, the travel and the experiences, but I think just before we do, I'd love to know more. I think those that are listening as well, because those that listen and those that watch have maybe um, are thinking about leaving their job or yeah. are, are, have transitioned already. So I always think that's quite an important area to talk about. Mm-hmm. What was that step like for you? Because you were like, I want to have the wheels in motion. But you were 20 years and you are assuming roughly 20 years in the corporate world yeah. of um, working with luxurious travel destinations and hotels and you're like right I'm gonna go solo now yeah talk me through that journey yeah it was scary Uh, I'm not gonna lie um I I had a very very I really loved my career and I worked in these beautiful environments you know every day going into these five-star luxury hotels so um yeah it was scary and you know um I had my monthly salary and it was all very very safe um, and nice. But I was coming into my 40s, myself and Trevor, my husband had pretty much decided that, you know, kids weren't for us. And we wanted to really pursue our passions, which is travel, self-development, and really enjoy that aspect of our lives. And we had to figure, Trevor has his own business. um, And it was more of a decision about how do we kind of free me up, you know, and get me kind of a, a business or some kind of career that, you know, we could travel a lot more, basically. And um, something obviously I'm passionate about. I always want to work. That's never, ever, you know, going to stop. It's not as if we could just travel <laughs> and do nothing. It's very important that, um, you know, I have a focus and a purpose. So we knew this was happening. We kind of put the wheels in motion, like I'd said. Making the jump was quite I was like, okay, we'll, we'll push it out a few more months, a few more months, you know, there's something happening in work. And I, I, I really think looking back, the main trigger was the death of my mother. And that is when everything changed for me. Um, now, some days I can get through this. <laughs> without, you never know what grief it could hit me any minute. So bear with me. Uh, yeah, my whole perspective on life changed. And mm. that was the moment where I was like, okay, my life is, this is a, a, a stage of my life where it's, it's a kind of a before and after. And I can't be the same person I was before, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And be it personally, spiritually, professionally, I, I made a lot of changes then. And that was one of them. And I, I took the jump and it was my 40th birthday. I had handed in my notice and then COVID kicked in. <laughs> but we didn't stop. Um, yeah, obviously, it was a, a bad time or a challenging time. I shouldn't say bad to um, start a travel business. But um, yeah, it's it's definitely the best thing I've done. And yeah, I think that that final kind of hurdle was, yeah, my, my the passing of my lovely mother. So mm-hmm. thank you for sharing that because <laughs> okay. you said grief at any time. And, oh, yeah. and it has such an impact on you know you as a person yeah. and the things and the choices that you do so I just want to say thank you so much for sharing it, no it makes it more personal and more poignant of yeah. going 
no, that was enough for me. I'm going to go and make a new decision. And this yeah. is how I want my life to look like. Exactly. Exactly. It is. It's a whopper. And um, yeah, it's a pretty and I, I count myself very lucky that I had my mother and such a wonderful mother until the age of 39, basically. So, but yeah, it's 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 a doozy. <laughs> so absolutely. absolutely. So you have so so coupled with big, significant birthdays, you know, yes. um, family, family trauma, life, you've got COVID. Yeah. You know, how did you keep going? So what were the things that kept you going? Because so many would just be like, oh, you know what, this is just a bit too hard. I'm going to yeah. go back to my nice five star lifestyle in the well, seven exactly. star lifestyle in social Arab. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, um, I suppose during COVID, I use it as an opportunity to to build the business, you know, to really kind of get the brand developed, get the platform up and running. Um, But also, most importantly, was just connecting with people all over the world. So I had researched, I think I had around a thousand different experiences and trips from all over the world. And I dropped them an email and say, let's let's connect. Um, You know, I have a platform, Wheel of Transformational Travel all of their retreats and their trips and their experiences had all been on hold. So uh, people had time, which was actually quite, and again, in hindsight. I was just thinking that if you were using that as an opportunity to connect with people, people had more time than they ever would normally. Exactly. I I became an ally of, there's a transformational travel council in Seattle um, who do an amazing job of really supporting the, the transformational travel industry. And I joined them and I met people from all over the world. We were on, you know, Zoom calls. And then I'd, you know, speak to um, people individually and tell them about my idea and my, you know, Wheel of Transformational Travel. They're like, yeah, we love it. And really meeting these amazing people all over the world, like who are actually have designed their careers that most of them had kind of corporates. We kind of had a similar story, but have designed these amazing experiences and retreats to help people become better it's such a a beautiful community to be part of and I got such energy from all of these people and um, such support from them so when we were ready to launch you know we had you know our transformers we call them who are our hosts and ready to go so that's how I got through through COVID but there was times of like oh my goodness maybe next month Next month, people will be traveling. And as you know, it went on a lot longer than, you know, we had anticipated. But what were the things that you did personally to keep going? Because it's so hard when you do. I I find it's even harder for those that I coach and mentor through that have come out of corporate. Yeah. Because you're so used to being around for everyone else. So what were some of the things that you did that helped you get into a routine or not into a routine or just kept you sane I guess you could say yeah it's true because when and I didn't I didn't fully uh, anticipate how big a change it would be because when you're in corporate you have everything around you and I had a team of 25 you know in in Jumeirah and there was always somebody to do something and you know there was meetings and briefings and you know you were very much you know you were you were being pushed along by the whole the whole machine basically so coming and, and, you know, being fully responsible and motivated every day uh, to get up in an industry that wasn't really moving at the time, it was difficult. Um, yeah. But I do like routine. I, I, I really, really believe in my morning workouts. That's something that I 
give so much emphasis on yes (laughs) yeah I really and that you know sets me up for the day and I don't think there's been a day where I haven't got up and I haven't you know I have my office my home office set up um nice bright bright space where I really really enjoy um working from you know the environment is lovely and um yeah I'm just having that structure I work out in the morning meditation is a big part of what I do as well and uh, to kind of get me up and running for the day. Um, and yeah, having a nice space to work. And then I purposely made make calls, schedule calls with transformers all over the world because of the energy I got from them as well. And um, because I was kind of on my own most of the time, yeah. um, you know, working away, you're kind of like, I think you're going a bit nuts, you know, talking to yourself. But when you start talking to people, you do feed off their energy. And um, especially when we're passionate about, you know, travel and helping people become better versions of themselves. And that really, really helped as well. And it still does help. Um, I had such an amazing chat this morning. It's still to this day, you know, 18 months in talking to people from all over the world who have such amazing experiences. And I'm like, wow, that's like so inspirational to hear it. And I get the energy from them. What was it like when you sold? Because you're you're at a platform that have all that you say your transformers. So does the sale go through you? Yes, it does. Yeah. So what was it like then when you had that first person? Like, what what where yeah. did they book? The, was it you know when you see these memes where it's like um the the um they go out of the the shop and then the people are like yay we sold. Was that yeah. what it was like when you had your first? Yeah, it was. It definitely was. You know, we get a lot of inquiries also because these kind of trips aren't like, you know, they're not, it's not transactional travel. It's not like, oh, I'll book that hotel room. It's like, I have questions. Um, you know, what food am I eating? What does the room look like? You know, is there female, male um, dormitories? Right. All of these questions need to be answered. So there's a lot of inquiries that come and a lot of questions. But when that booking comes through, they're like, yes, sign me up. You're just like, yeah. Where was the first one to? The first one was to a uh, fitness retreat, actually, in Spain, um, which ah, was, yeah. a nice pullback yeah, to... Exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah, it. yeah, it was, it was really, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's wonderful. And, um, yeah, I suppose, like, any small business owner is, like, yeah, that, that kind of uh, excitement when it came through. Um, and especially because you you work a little bit for you know the inquiries and you're following up and you know finding dates that suits everyone um and there's some people that will come and they're like i don't know what um you know what trip i want can you help can you advise so there is a little bit of that personal touch which i think is really important and maybe something that i underestimated starting the business was that um rather than being completely online people still want to talk to you and they still, yeah, especially when it's such an emotional trip and they're investing in, you know, they're setting intentions and hoping to get something from it. It's a bigger decision to make. So um, it does help to have somebody on, on the end of the, the phone or WhatsApp has been massive for us, WhatsApp business as well. Yeah, you mentioned that actually as a business yeah. tool, WhatsApp business, yeah. which is not something that I use and it's something that we started talking about. It's been a great tool for you. Yeah, it has. We have the WhatsApp um icon on the trips and then i think we just live in such especially in this part of the world uh in the uae we love a whatsapp and yeah just and everything happens through there i got a booking the other day through it we can put our trips up there in the business catalog as well and um, so people can see everything there it's like a mini uh website i suppose 
yeah, so a lot of our UAE kind of inquiries and business comes through WhatsApp business. Lovely. Another tip for everyone who's listening, if you haven't got that, to look at adding that to their business. Exactly. I'm curious to know, what are the nine categories that you have? Okay, so we have health and fitness. We have mind and spirituality. We have learning and upskilling. We have creativity and self-expression. We have success and leadership. We have purpose and impact. We have love and relationships. Uh, We have nature and adventure. And we have healing, addiction, and trauma. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, because I was like, after you said health and fitness, I was like, okay, so what kind of, you know, other things? But there's so many aspects that you can include. That's the thing, Kelly. And there's so many there because there is that amount of experiences out there. And, you know, transformational travel doesn't always, you know, I always say, doesn't mean that you're sitting cross-legged, you know, in India. And, you know, (laughs) meditating for two weeks. It's not just that. It can be if that's, you know, your bag and that's what you like. But there's also, you know, say you are going painting in Tuscany for a week. Creativity for a lot of people is a form of meditation. When you're getting lost in, you know, being creative in that flow, you can reduce your stress, reduce anxiety. You know, that's that's still um, a beneficial trip for you to take. And, you know, if you're not into, you know, exercise or yoga, you know, there's something there for everyone. Like success and leadership is a big one. You know, you can go on business uh, retreats where you become a better leader or you become a more successful entrepreneur. We have a few cool ones. One is in South Africa uh, in particular. So, yeah, like, I, you know, there's so many platforms out there that do amazing jobs, you know, they, they're, but they have particular maybe yoga retreats or fitness retreats or boxing we have we and we want to have as many experiences there as possible so people are like ah I never knew I could do that we want to inspire them a little bit as well when they come onto the platform and I think that's the whole thing that when people come on to um, experience uh, transformational travel that you want them to come back. Yeah. So you're giving them the opportunity to try things, but it's not actually back to another, to the same destination. It's like, okay, this part transformed. Why don't you go and do this? Or this is the kind of leverage or experience that you're going to get from it. Exactly. What is proving most popular at the moment then? Is it still the health and fitness category or is it? It actually is. There's uh, this boxing uh, camp that we have in Spain so you go to Spain and learn how to box on the beach and meet all these amazing people that's been really popular over the summer what we're seeing now is um, we have trips in South Africa which are becoming quite popular they're safaris but not safaris as we know it safaris with um, kind of mindful walks there's women's leadership safaris where you are mentored as you're on safari and walking and out in nature we have mountain biking uh, on safari as well in South Africa. So that's, that's for some reason, um, all of these experiences are popping up from kind of the continent of Africa as well. So there's a lot more to come. I have trips from Madagascar. We have Mexico coming up. We have Tuscany, UK. And I'm my particular passion and what I'm very, very, um, it's one of my goals for this year is to get so much more from the UAE in there. I'm really, really passionate about putting UAE on the map as a place where you can go and do something different, you know, become fitter, healthier, learn something new, because there's so much here to offer. Um, And I don't think people realize uh, what you can do here. And there's so many of our transformers popping up here um, as well, who do amazing work to help people. 
So that's a kind of a particular passion, a personal passion, I should say. Well, I think is you're based here. And I think, you know, Dubai in particular, you know, has put the, the UAE, shall we say, on the map. But so many people know it as the the glitzy, glamorous yeah. lifestyle of, you know, shopping and brunches and yeah. beaches and beach clubs. Whereas, you know, I love going to Kite Beach on a weekend yeah. at seven o'clock, 30 in the morning. And there's so many other people that are just swimming and running and have an alternative lifestyle to what people actually think Dubai in particular is is all about. Exactly, exactly. And we as residents know that. And, you know, some of the the trips or the experiences that we have are mostly taken by Dubai residents because, you know, we like a little, you know, an hour's trip down the road. But it's to get that international audience um, on board and say, ah, I'm going to do you know, we have Befit, Befit Retreat on the Palm. Uh, Sarah does a fitness retreat. Um, we have Benoit from Cool Out Breathing who does fasting retreats. You've got the Lighthouse Retreat and Rack who do amazing um, getaways there as well. So, yeah, um, I think there is so much more to communicate about Dubai to the world as well. Um, so I, I'm working on that. Good. That's a nice goal and project. Yeah, to have. yeah. Uh, we need to check back in next year and, and find out how it's going. So on on that front, in terms of transformational, um, mm-hmm. you're doing or you're doing it, but you're facilitating the transformations. What have been some of those? Because I'm sure people have messaged you afterwards, going, "Oh wow, this has happened." Have you got any stories that you can share of people that have come away from experiences going? wow and it's I've gone and done this or this has happened or yeah I suppose all kinds of changes come um after these these trips um, I'm trying to think of one in particular um there's there's been a particular client who was on a retreat in Costa Rica who came back and changed career basically um, Oh wow! yeah following following her experience there Fitness retreats, it's more of those smaller habits that people are taking back with them um, and realizing how good they feel afterwards, which is lovely to hear. You know, I think a lot of people don't realize the impact exercise has on their mind as well and how good they feel afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, So variety, career changes, habit changes, babies. There was one, someone decided, you know, to have uh, start a family after a trip. Um, Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a big change. That's a big change. What have you not experienced in that sort of space in terms of, you must be like all the time, oh, wow, that looks amazing. If you've got a hun- over 100, um, I say, opportunities or, or trips on, on the platform, like what's high up there for you? Because it's tough to pick. It is. And I, I was kind of under the impression, oh, yeah, I'm going to go and try all of this. And... There's so many. And I kid you not, I would go on every single trip that we have up there. I personally meet each transformer and I have a relationship with them and they're always come on, come down and try it. You know, and I 100 percent I want to try them so much. You know, we we have this relationship um, because I need to make sure that the, you know, the trips that we have there, we have a selection criteria, basically, they tick all the boxes that they give our visitors, our clients, the tools to change their life. We can't make people change their lives. That's just impossible. But we can give them the tools and, you know, help them help them do so. 
Um, we've just come back from Costa Rica, where I've met a lot of our partners, which has been amazing. And then I'm hoping to get to South Africa at some stage this year. Um, we're also sponsoring um, a trade show, Synergy, which is a new wellness um, trade show in Ibiza this year, which I'm going as well. So I'm going to meet a lot of different transformers from all over the world there, which I'm really excited about. Yeah, I think, yeah, there's, there's just too many. Um, and I, I maybe I'm being naive, but I do think I'll get to a lot of them. That's the plan. That is a very nice plan to have. Yes, it is. Um, so just a question on that, because it's something that I struggle with a little bit, living in two different places. And I know it's something that, you know, you spend a lot of time in the summer somewhere else <laughs> and you travel. Um, how the idea of being able to live in two, three, four, five places is um, is in theory amazing. Yeah. I really struggle with routine yeah. and getting back into that whole space. What kind of tips would you have? You know, if someone has got a bit more flexibility, how do you slot straight back into it? I don't know what happened this summer, but I feel like it took me a week of jet lag and that was between Europe and the Middle East. Like it wasn't a lot. I know, I know. It is routine. You mentioned it. It's having, I suppose, no matter what time zone you're on, you have to give yourself a couple of days to adapt because there's no point in forcing yourself to work when your brain is just foggy. You know what it's like when you're jet lagged. But what we had to establish, especially because we were gone for so long this summer, was a routine whereby, you know, we had a few days um, where we used to maybe travel around and see some um, some of the kind of um, different sites around the, um, the town that we were visiting. But we also made time that this is this is work. These are work hours. And again, and it's a very personal thing, I suppose me and Trevor are quite similar. We had to start the day with exercise of some form. And that really kind of gets us in that mindset. But it is hard because you're distracted by all of these things that you want to see and do. But at the same step, you know, you, you need to work. You need to, to, to earn a living as well. So putting those rules in place, um, it is harder. It sounds you know, lovely and glamorous and you just pick up a laptop and you're typing away and everything works out. Absolutely. Yeah, for me, it's not. It takes effort and preparation and really kind of um, uh, being strict with yourself, you know, uh, especially when you're traveling because it's all new and, yeah, distractible. So many temptations. Yeah, exactly. We've got lots of travel on the cards for you, given that's the business. Yeah. What are sort of the... the, um, the goals for transformational travel kind of within the next 12 months? You know, I know you've got 100 now on, on the yeah. platform. So it's to get as many trips up there as possible. Amazing trips up there. We're not an aggregator. That's the thing. We don't just take trips and pull them from other websites. We actually vet and select them. So it, it is a little bit more time consuming in that. But um, at least have 500 trips up there over the next the coming months. Uh, we're working on our um, kind of the booking, the kind of tech side of it, which is all new to me. So I'm learning a lot there uh, of making the whole process a lot smoother for payments and and, and bookings, basically. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of the techie side, getting more and more amazing trips up there. Also, we are going to um, start spending on marketing, which we haven't since we started because of COVID. And it was never the right time to invest, you know, precious funds. So that's going to be starting in the next uh, coming months as well. So we'll really, you know, be shouting to the world about us as well, which is really exciting. 
It's like you've read my mind because my last question was actually going to be what has been one of your um, most powerful marketing strategies? Yeah. So if you're saying at the moment, what has it been? Word of mouth because you haven't invested in sort of ad spends or anything? Exactly. Word of mouth. Uh, Instagram has been great for us and our newsletters, you know, uh, building up this database, you know, it was still there during COVID. People were still signing up, you know. They've been our, our little, our free channel, so to say. And um, I'm really excited because the response we've had from that has been great. I'm really excited when we do invest um, a little bit more in, in paid marketing. That's really interesting. For those that are listening that are business owners, it's one of the things that when I have a one-to-one call with someone and we're talking about growing their business, one of the questions I always ask them is about their mailing list. Yeah. And I will guarantee that um, nine out of 10 of them don't have it. Oh, wow. And I find it so, yeah. And and, and it's uh, I don't know why, maybe, you know, that's something to consider down the line as to why people don't, but it's one of the, the practices that I yeah. really like them to think about. Because I've started my business before social media. Mm-hmm. So my mailing list was everything to me then. Whereas I think so many people rely on social media as a platform to keep in touch. Yeah. As we've witnessed laterally, you know, you could get your account, your account hacked and not be able to speak to, to anyone and lose all those people. So super valid point that, um, you know, organically you've grown this mailing list and um, that's a, a great revenue. And there are people who have physically, you know, put their names and their email addresses, taken those that time. And I know it's it's not long, but it is time. So they're they're interested you know they're they're and they're ready they're they want to hear from you which is like marketing dream um and I suppose it's my marketing background that was really drilled that into me as well so I completely understand people who maybe don't come from from that background kind of not realizing the importance of it but yeah it's 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 free it's there it's um yeah they're 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 ready and, and waiting to hear from you I love it. That's a great point to to end on. So how can people find out about you? I know you've mentioned we love transformationaltravel.com, the website, anywhere else, and WhatsApp, but anywhere else, how can people find you? Are you on LinkedIn? We're on, I'm on LinkedIn um, as Neve Kyohan. We love transformational travel is on LinkedIn as well. And Instagram at we love transformational travel. And it does exactly what it says on the tin. <laughs> love, love, love it. Thank you so much for being so honest, sharing your story, inspiring us. And um, for those that are listening, you know, transforming travel for the future. Thank you so much, Kelly. It was lovely to talk to you. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, then please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This is how more people can hear about the amazing stories and guests that we have on here. Even better, you can also share this on social media. Screenshot it and share it on your Instagram or on your Facebook or on your Twitter account. The more people that see these episodes, the more awareness it brings to small businesses and those that are trying to make an impact and difference. And if you want to know more about how you can develop your personal brand, then check out our new website, Brand New Creators, designed by our in-house team. And we are in the business of helping you to increase your online visibility, build industry authority, lead change, motivate and profit. Who doesn't want that? I look forward to speaking to you soon. Until next time. Bye.